This episode of GT the Podcast is supported by Alcon. This is Ike Ahmed. And I'm Arsham Shabani. And we want to welcome you to GT the Podcast. We're bringing this to you together with BMC and Glaucoma Today. To offer audible insights into current topics in glaucoma care. Presented by the authors of our latest, most read GT articles. Check it out. Welcome to GT the Podcast. In this episode, Dr. Susan Liang, Assistant Professor at Tufts University School of Medicine and Clinical Director at New England Eye Center, recaps her article, Remote Monitoring of Glaucoma, from the November-December issue of Glaucoma Today. The COVID-19 pandemic necessitated new solutions and policies, but what does the future hold for virtual care? In this article, Dr. Liang identifies existing and evolving technologies designed to support remote monitoring of glaucoma and enable high-quality virtual care today and in the future. Here's Dr. Liang. The COVID-19 pandemic necessitated virtual patient visits and ushered in a new era of remote healthcare. For ophthalmologists, the requisite early efforts to conduct virtual eye assessments were not without challenges. However, over time, new telemedicine technologies and practices emerged to facilitate the delivery of eye care. Eventually, hybrid models emerged using asynchronous data acquisition in satellite offices and paired with real-time video conferencing between the patient and the physician. In a 2021 survey conducted by Capatina Young et al., 77.4% of responding eye care providers reported providing telemedicine during the pandemic. About 50% of glaucoma providers stated that they plan to continue using telemedicine after the pandemic. This article identifies existing and evolving solutions designed to support remote monitoring of glaucoma today and in the future. Several visual acuity tests have been validated for remote patient use. In 2021, Sitberg et al. found that an ETDRS visual acuity test self-administered by patients at home following a standardized protocol was equivalent to a standard technician-administered visual acuity test. Another validated option is the home acuity test, which was developed at the Morfield Eye Hospital and is free to download or print at homeacuitytest.org. The Peak Acuity app, developed by the International Center for Eye Health in London, evaluates distance vision only and requires two people to perform. The Audisight app can be used to perform visual feel and Amstel grid testing and is able to calculate the distance between the patient and the screen and detect the amount of ambient light. Several tonometry systems have been developed for at-home use. The sensor met Triggerfish is an FDA-approved ocular monitoring system that includes a contact lens sensor to capture spontaneous circumferential changes at the corneal scleral area 
as a surrogate for IOP fluctuations. Data are transmitted through a thin, flexible cable to a portable recorder worn by the patient. At the end of the recording period, the data are transferred wireless to the physician's computer. The eye care home is a rebound tonometer designed for patient's use. No topical anesthesia is required. Patients must be upright when taking their measurements with the eye care home, but the device provides guidance via audio cues and a positioning light. The eye care home has not been validated in eyes with corneal thicknesses greater than 500 to 600 microns or more than three diopters of astigmatism. In a review article, Liu et al. found that the tonometry measurements with the eye care home and Goldman applination tonometer were reasonably similar. They also concluded that the eye care home tended to overestimate IOP in eyes with higher IOP values and underestimate IOP in eyes with lower IOP values. It was most accurate for measuring IOPs between 16 and 23 millimeters of mercury. The iMate is the newest device in this class and is currently approved for use only in Europe. The system contains a suprachoroidal sensor that is surgically implanted and paired with the iMate recorder, which the patient holds in front of their eyes to record their IOP. According to a study by Sermon et al., the overall mean difference between IOP measurements obtained with Goldman applination tonometry and those obtained with the iMate was 1.31 millimeters of mercury. New approaches to portable perimetry have emerged, including a tablet-based perimeter and a virtual reality-based perimeter. Tablet-based perimeters were first developed for glaucoma screening in rural and underserved areas and patient populations. These devices are cost-effective, user-friendly, portable, and small. Their use entails a shorter testing time than the Humphrey Field Analyzer. However, variable results may be produced owing to certain testing conditions that are difficult to control at home, such as ambient illumination, viewing distance from the tablet, and fixation stability. The Milbourne Rapid Fields is an FDA-cleared Class 1 device, formerly known as Visual Fields Easy. The MRF is a free app that is available on the iPad 3 or later model or via a web version for use on a laptop or television screen. The MRF uses a modified 24-2 grid that is equivalent to the HFA 24-2 program. Studies have shown that the MRF to have good correlation to the HFA 24-2 for test-retest reliability and mean deviation and pattern standard deviation indices. A screening study of 206 patients in Nepal showed that the MRF could effectively identify moderate and advanced visual defects, but might miss early cases of glaucoma 
and underestimate glaucomatous defects. Currently, several head-mounted VR perimeters are commercially available. They are lightweight, portable, and less expensive than visual field machines. VR perimeters are also more ergonomically comfortable. Patients can move their heads and take the test in different positions. Eye tracking technology improves fixation and generates more repeatable data than tablet-based systems by blocking out room light and maintaining a constant viewing distance. However, these are emerging technologies and limited studies show variable outcomes with correlation to HFA indices. Further investigations are needed. Most VR perimeters come with a clicker that is designed to capture the patient's response, making patient response a factor in their performance. A few systems use oculokinetic perimetry, which employs the eye's foveation reflex and senses any change in gaze direction as evidence of target acquisition. Objective assessment of visual function is the next frontier, and the end goggle is one developmental device with this capability. The end goggle is a portable brain computer interface that uses multifocal steady state visual evoke potentials. It integrates electroencephalogram and electrooculogram sensors, a smartphone based VR headset, and proprietary software to collect information about the visual field without relying on patient response. In a 2017 validation study, the investigators found good repeatability and superior diagnostic accuracy with the end goggle compared to standard automated perimetry. Several portable devices are available for optic nerve imaging. They include one, portable fundus cameras by Carl Zeiss Meditech, Nidec, Topcon, and Volk. Two, handheld smartphone camera adapters. And three, an FDA-approved portable handheld OCT unit. As it stands, these devices have limited utility for home monitoring. They require a technician or other trained individuals for image acquisition, and image quality can be variable. The devices also tend to lack stability and are more sensitive to motion artifacts and alignment issues. One home OCT device, the Noto Home, is commercially available. This AI-enabled, patient-operated OCT program is designed for monitoring neovascular age-related macular degeneration. It features the Noto OCT analyzer, an image analysis algorithm that provides automated detection of fluid and neovascular age-related macular degeneration, macular edema, and retinal vein occlusion. To date, two autonomous AI algorithms have been approved by the FDA for the detection of diabetic retinopathy and diabetic macular edema with fundus photographs, the IDX-DR and IART.
No FDA-approved AI algorithms exist yet for glaucoma, but many studies are underway to explore their use. One, with fundus photography to predict retinal nerve fiber layer thickness and visual field defects. Two, with OCT imaging to predict visual field defects. And three, with visual fields to detect glaucoma and predict glaucomatous progression. In the future, it may be possible for glaucoma providers to utilize AI to diagnose glaucoma, predict disease progression, and identify rapid progressors. In response to the COVID-19 public health emergency, the Telehealth Services During Certain Emergency Periods Act was passed in March 2020. The act relaxed rules regarding Medicare coverage of telemedicine. Namely, it allowed telehealth services in all parts of the United States, not just rural locations. It allowed telehealth to be performed at home, and it provided equal rates of physician reimbursement for telehealth visits and in-person visits. This public health emergency was due to expire on October 15th, but was extended until January 2023. It is an exciting time in teleglaucoma. Many technologies on the market and in development could enable high-quality virtual care. More studies are needed to validate the feasibility, reliability, and efficacy of these innovations, and legislative policy is essential to fairly cover and compensate for telemedicine services. Teleglaucoma will improve patient access to and quality of care. It will likely be an important part of everyday clinical practice in the near future if it is not already. Thank you for tuning into this episode of GT the Podcast. If you have any feedback or topic suggestions, find us on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, or Twitter. And stay tuned for more hot topics in glaucoma care on GT the Podcast. Bye.